Welcome to the We Don't Play podcast show, Angela. It's good to see you once again, all the way from Clubhouse and from Podmatch. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you, Favor? It's great to see you again. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's so good to have you here finally on the show. I'm excited that you know, you're coming back with some bang. You're bringing sexy back. You're bringing the hot pursuit. <laughs> ah, I'm excited. It's all that and more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love people to know about you. Like, who is Angela? You know, how did you get started with this? Like, where did this all begin for you? Ooh, okay. Well, it's in the book, but I will. I'll give you a little bit of stuff. No, I mean my journey. My fashion journey starts back when I was 10 years old, and that's like kind of where the book begins. So I don't want to give too much away, but it started then, and it came up until present day. So it's been a really long journey, and I've always like fashion has always been a part of my life. And uh, but then I made it a career uh, later on. Um, you know, when I was like when I was 16, I went to work in a store in my town and in a retail store, and that was like kind of the beginning of my fashion journey. And uh, and then it wasn't like 100% clear at that point. I did end up trying a bunch of different things. I'm a beauty school dropout. I'm a college dropout. Uh, I tried. Oh, I'm, I'm wait, acting school dropout. I tried. I talk about it in the book. I tried a bunch of different things, and then I then I ended up. This was like like a few year period, and then I ended up uh, getting a job in in the city because I'm from New York, and I grew up in a suburb outside of New York, about 35 minutes away in the Five Towns area, and my town was called Cedarhurst. So I remember I just I don't know I somehow I just had this idea I'm gonna go work in the city I know retail I'm just gonna get a job in fashion because I did it when I was 16. I was also exposed to the industry at 16. They took me to a trade show on the weekend, and I saw like in the city and I saw the you know like a big trade show and all the fashion brands and so it was always in the back of my mind and so anyway so I went to get this job in the city and I've never looked back and that was when my journey just I went to FIT at night I did go to school. I did end up going back to college, but I went to FIT at night, and uh, yeah, I've never looked back. And so, yeah, many, uh, wow. many, many years later. Wow. Would you say your passion then is different from now? No, or- it's the same. No, I'm still passionate, and it's funny because I t- I talk about it in the book. Like I, you know, at 2019, right before the pandemic. I wasn't sure, and I was uh, felt burnt out. I didn't know I was burnt out, and I didn't. I just I didn't know what I wanted. To, like I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Only I was a grown ass woman. It was like that kind of thing. So I'm like, and then I was like, kind of you know, hunting around and checking different things out, and 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 I really I came back to my I came back to my passion. Sometimes you have to leave to come home again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And so yes, my passion today, I'm as passionate if not more passionate today about the industry, about fashion uh, than I ever was. Okay. Now that you're mentioning fashion, I, I believe a lot of people know fashion. Some people dress up fashionably, some people don't know how to be fashionable, some people show up fashionably late. <laughs> you know, some people have all different kinds of things with fashion, but what would you say fashion is in your world compared to what the other people see in their world? I think, I mean, I think fashion is, I guess, whatever, nobody's asked me that question. That's a great question. I think, making me think, I think, I think fashion is what, fashion's individual, first of all. You know, back in the day, like, you know, 
if everyone was wearing like short mini skirts, everyone wore mini skirts, and if you know, like whatever it was, like there was like an in and an out. Like you were either in or you were out. Like Heidi Klum used to say in Project Runway, sometimes you're in, sometimes you're out. But one day you're in, the next day you're out. No, but with um, you know today. And you know, as things have evolved, I think I think fashion is very individual, and everybody has their own individual style. So I think everybody embodies fashion in their own way. Um, that's that's what I think fashion is. I think fashion is fashion is how you express yourself through through the I mean, like let's keep it to clothing and accessories and things like that. So I think fashion is 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 an is it's a physical expression and a manifestation of who you are in clothing form. I like that in clothing form. I like that because <laughs> people like different types of textures. People like their couches, some type of texture. Some people like their curtains, some type of texture. That's still fashion. You know, we think about interior design; it's still fashion. You know, the colors, yes. the space. So when I hear the word "hot pursuit," I'm really thinking about the way you use the word "hot," and that already tells me that it's a little bit of some French, some Francais into it. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know what brought that in. Like, why did you call it hot pursuit? Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, it's like kind of a play on words. Like, I mean, hot is hot. It's not doesn't mean hot, but it kind of in, mm. in you know, it's in English you could think of it as hot, but it, that, that's not what it means. But so hot pursuit, and then you know, like it goes back to the term of hot couture, like yeah. this, you know, hot couture. That's really where we, you know, which, which is like the new fashion, right? So it was so I just took that word hot pursuit, and then the pursuit is really my pursuit. My, it was really my pursuit and my drive and my ambition and you know what it took for me to accomplish all the things and the successes I've had in the industry. So that that's where the title comes from. Mm. Tell us more about the cover, as well. Sure. Yeah, like what inspired the cover? Like what was? Did you have different versions before it? Oh my God! Yeah, so many versions. And honestly, like I actually have a couple of them here, but I'll show you one. I mean, there, like, this was one of the versions of the cover. Okay. That, that's like a picture of me from back in the 80s oh. and it, it felt very intriguing to people but then and then this was a cover that might this was a photograph that from this is from my fashion brand Alice and Trixie and this was uh, one of our photo shoots so my uh, book designer because she had had these photos because there's a lot of images by the way there's a lot of images in the book the book has it's very rich with images from back in the 80s and the 90s and the fashions and it's very cool um, so this was one of this was more current day but this was one of the images she had and when we were going back and forth and I wasn't 100% feeling the face we were kept, we kept calling this his face and this was bridge face and bridge I wasn't <laughs> feeling 100% I wasn't feeling 100% about this for some reason. I, I even had another concept in the very beginning, which was a collage. But anyway, my designer, um, she took this image and she just created this, like, it's called a lockup, the way you, you know, put the text like that. And it just seemed super impactful and engaging. And the it just really told the story because prints are very much a part of my story. Um, that was very big for my brand, Alice and Trixie. And also just the idea of her, like, walking toward the city. That was was me because that was me walking to you know into my into my journey was going into the city and moving into the city at a young age um so yeah it just it just happens uh do you love it i love it i love the color first of all even the fit you know what she's wearing is matching the text and it's also kind of giving that pink and blue vibe 
as well yes. with the skies. So you can see the bridge, you can see the walk, you can see the pursuit. Like you can see that I'm in that. The pursuit actually brings it more to life in this picture than in the other one. Yes, thank you. Yeah, well, and it was really funny. Somebody, actually, somebody I met in and that I met in Clubhouse, um, he turned me on to this site that is called Pickfu, Pickfu.com or something, where you can literally do an A/B test. Like, say you're doing any type of packaging, right? And you're like, say you're making shampoo and or a book, you know, making a book, you know, and you're just like, I want to get a test. And within like 30 minutes, you get back like a subset. 50 people have given a review. You know, in this case, it was people that wrote like read four or more books a week or you know, a month or something. So they go to a certain, you know, depending on what you're offering up, you know, to do the A/B test on, they put it out to a segment of their audience, and 70% went with this with this cover so that was like i was sold and not only do they not not only is it a percentage they also tell you why they like the cover and why they like why they like the other one or why they like this one and didn't like the other one so it was really effective and uh it totally i mean at the end of the day i'm like it it was you know it was like it was this cover all along it was you all along you know what i mean yeah. it was like one of those things where like the more i see it and the more i look at this the more it it feels um it, it feels right for me because it was it was a, it's a journey when you're doing a book and then creating the cover and this is like the packaging this is what people see on amazon or barnes and you know but before they may if they don't go to a bookstore you know they're just seeing this little tiny thumbnail that's like about an you know an inch or something yeah. and um so anybody who's doing a book you got to make sure your cover looks good really tiny that just a tip hot tip that's a good i like hot tip i like that <laughs> this is good now i got me thinking about the the font because i know people are very particular about the font did you have problems getting the font right or was it right the first time it came up um in this it we no we didn't have problems i think it pretty it flowed i wanted i told my designer that i wanted uh like uh i i've given a lot of um like uh Images. I had given her a lot of inspiration images. I went to bookstores and, you know, I really took pictures of things I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted to try and employ. But one of the things I wanted was like a handwritten font that almost looked like a magic markery thing. And this was the font that my designer came up with. And then this, the supporting font um, was something else that she came up with. And that was the one thing I think this we locked in on. And the supporting font, we had a couple of different options. But very i mean i trusted my designer and um i felt that um i don't know and it just it just looked right i mean i didn't know if i wanted like all like caps but for my for my name but then when you have caps here for the title i think it, the upper lower worked better so i would say probably the easiest part was the topography the hardest part was the image but okay. getting this this together in the topography and the lockup um was was the easy part i would say okay i like it i like it really 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 much and now it got me thinking right so it looks very especially now because of the barbie you know thing going on and with the pink it, it like it fits Dang right no. in because people are really like okay that's also part of the maybe that's what she was trying to do maybe that's what you know was in it was that part of the thought process when you were creating this or it just happened to just blend in right it, 
it just happens and it was like a happy accident it was one of those things that because this this i'll be honest with you i like i want to find this other it's over here somewhere on my desk like there is another cover that was like the black and white version of this with hot mm. pink and that was the one we were like mulling over for a very long time and that was the one i just wasn't feeling it 100 percent. and when my designer came up with this this was really in the, this photo we've been in this in process for months and this she put this together literally in like the 11th hour like when we're it was like go time we gotta we gotta nail the cover down we're ready to go to publish you know and and she like just and you know with unprompted by me she just sent me this in a you know um, we transfer and i open it up and it's this and i'm like oh my god that's pretty amazing and and that exactly when i saw it I was like, we are kind of surfing the Barbie moment. I was like, you know what? It, it, yeah, I felt like when I, after I, I, I didn't know, we did not set out to be aligned with Barbie or, but but it was a happy accident that I'm like, wow, this is very cool. And cause people say, well, this blonde hair, that's not you, you know, whatever. But the point is like, I think it definitely is, um, is surfing that Barbie moment. We're kind of, we're, we're, definitely driving with the barbie moment for sure yeah i love it i love it now if someone sees that and a guy wants to pick that book up would they pick it up or would they have to drop it um uh, i think they might pick it up because okay. they might see the blonde girl <laughs> with the <laughs> short dress <laughs> i think actually they might pick it up right because <laughs> the reason why i was asking too is because you know guys like blue you know girls like pink so if a guy picks it up it's like am i picking this up for my significant other or am i curious to tap in and see what the pursuit is about i think you know i think a, a man's man wears pink i wear I pink i have a yeah, picture no, on my see, instagram i have a no, suit that wore, that I wore pink yeah, on my no, instagram I think, I think um i think men who don't wear pink are are uncertain about themselves but a confident man will wear well a confident man will wear pink that i've said it today yes i 100 percent agree with you on that and you know they say real men wear pink and it's it's just the truth because you also get to see that confident side of you so i appreciate you for bringing that up as well my question yeah. to you yeah i want to know what's your favorite chapter in the book and why oh my god that's hard to say um you know i'll tell you the chapters are very like they're very bite-sized and mini and they're you know the chapters are almost like it's like a, it's almost like a TikTok post no i mean a chapter is like you know four pages five pages six pages three pages like the chapters are very bite-sized um so it's kind of hard um i mean i'm like just going through now but i think a trend is born is kind of cool a trend is born that was like this and you know the book chronicles my career and i just want to say it might be a good time to say this you know i was you know i was on the retail selling floor i was a buyer and for many years and i was a manager store manager a buyer and that's where i i kind of that was my lane and then i ended up uh, opening a showroom that represented brands this was before the internet when the only way to get to retail was either to um ha go in a showroom and sell to stores or open your own store or have your own printed catalog that you mailed this was all pre-internet so I had a showroom for 10 years that represented brands and in that time 
the brands that I launched and the trends that came out of my showroom are now happening today. All this 90s fashion and Y2K, I, I, I was launching it out of my showroom the first time. So like the baby tees and the slip dresses, like I had the first ever baby tee that was ever made in the whole world. I had the brand that made that. So, you know, it's, it's, so it's interesting um, to the, I'm going to lose my point, but, but I don't know what my point was, but it's interesting that the things that are happening, I don't know. I lost my point. (laughs) We're talking about, (laughs) no, you were talking about that. We were talking about the, the, the favorite part of the book and you mentioned yes, it. Yes, thank you, thank you. No, so a trend is born. That was that that was one of the trends. So I and I love talking about that because we definitely birthed a lot of trends. And also there was another uh, brand before that called Micah, which was really launched the whole California dress look, mm-hmm. like these floral dresses that are they've been back and they're back. We okay. launched that trend out of our showroom with this brand called Micah, which again, these were the brands that were like the first one to do it and then everybody else jumped on the bandwagon so my 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 showroom was very much about like the the newest trends that were being born so i guess that's why i just i gravitated to that for a second but i mean so many of the chapters were great i like that i like that i feel like when you have a favorite chapter and someone can start with that chapter you you actually kind of get into the mix of things sometimes people like to read the back of the, the book before they come to front of the book some people like to scroll through and like, oh, I like this picture. Let me see what the caption is before I dive in. And when you opened the trend, I saw a, bo- a picture. Could you tell us a little bit about that picture? Yes. Yeah. That this is that. And it's you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the pictures. That was another process of where to put the pictures because, like, my designer, she had the pictures that I wanted, and she placed them first. And then, as I'm reading, I'm like, oh no, that's going to pre-tell the story if this picture is before this chapter. Yeah. So I had to kind of make sure I didn't want to give away the story with the picture and the caption before somebody actually got to the chapter. Right. So yeah, a trend is born. This is me. I'm I mean, this is me. It's this is me on the phone. It says on the phone as usual in my baby tee and slip dress, circa 1992. Wow! So that's me on the phone. There's a big Rolodex on my desk. We don't have those anymore. <laughs> For those that don't know, it was this big spirally thing that you had these little cards that stuck in there alphabetically, and you could put all your phone numbers in there. This was way before the internet. Um, but there I am on the phone. This Women's Wear Daily is on the, in the corner of my desk, if you can see it. Yeah. And uh, and that's how we transacted business. There was no email. We Everything was the phone. There was, imagine that. There wow. was no email back in those days. So we had to like pick up the phone and call buyers and wait, the funniest part was if we wanted to send our what we had, we wanted to show, say they were in the Midwest or the South or you know, they weren't coming to New York yet, we would have to take a camera, a film camera, take pictures with a film camera, develop the film, get the photos back, and then put them into an envelope and mail them. That was the way we could show our line. Like, mm. I don't know if the listeners realize, like, you know, if they're younger, like what we had to do that today you could just like click a button and it's like send an email and here are the photos and do it digitally. So like everything was a lot more effort back in those days. It, it took a lot of hustle and grind. Wow. Thank you so much for that insight. I feel like some people may jump right into that part to see what Angela's talking about. 
and then run to the beginning. <laughs> so. You know, that's a really, really good thing. I would say, what would be the major takeaway for someone who picks up this book at a store online and they read it and they're like, okay, I want to read this book from cover to cover. What should their expectation and takeaway be? I think the biggest promise that I, I will say about the book is you will become an instant overnight fashion insider. That's the promise of the book. If you ever, you know, this is for anyone that anyone that ever thought they wanted to anything in fashion to do anything in fashion this book is for them anyone who just is an enthusiast and loves fashion it's a guilty pleasure read um you know i the story my journey goes through the 80s and the 90s and the 20 you know 2000s and 2010s and you know you're in new york like I, the story is set in new york there's a big part of it we haven't spoken about but it's you know culturally all the everything that was happening the club being in the 80s and the trends and you know i talk about all the you know what was like what was the beat of new york in those days so and you know there's musical references um so it's i'm really taking the person on a journey of new york of the new york garment industry as well because you know it started out as this huge industry and then it you know with overseas production and china and you know the industry shrunk so mm -hmm. we're i'm really like taking somebody through a journey of the history of the new york city garment industry um so and, and also because i've had so many roles in fashion commerce, whether I was on the buy side or the sell side or the design and manufacturing side, you know, selling wholesale, selling direct to consumer, because I have all of that experience um, under my belt and I share my journey that there's lessons baked into all of those, uh, you know, segments of, 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 of the of fashion commerce of the industry. And it's really, so, and there's a lot of lessons embedded within, like I really talk about you know, what the buyer's mind is when they're going to market, you know, how they're making buying decisions. I talk about, uh, I take people behind the scenes of the photo shoots. I take people behind the scenes of the design process in my fashion brands. I take people behind the scenes of uh, being a rep, repping lines. What did I look for in a line that I would want to bring it into the showroom? Mm -hmm. So these are, it's almost like being a fly on the wall mm -hmm. and really, really getting that. I, I, and I, you know, I hate, I know this sounds like a this like a big statement, but I think everybody that wants to be in fashion needs to read this book. Like I, that's how strongly I feel about it. I want the book to be in schools. I want it in bookstores and colleges, uh, fashion colleges. Anybody that has a fashion program, because I think it's going to help a lot of people. And I my and my goal, my biggest goal is to diminish the failure rate in business. Mm. Like if people. Honestly, I feel like, and I know it's a, it's a very big promise I'm making, but I think if people read the book, it will diminish their their failure. It will diminish the failure rate because you're getting so much knowledge and information from someone who's lived it for decades. You know, it's it's it, there's there's no anyway. I, no. <laughs> as you can tell, you keep going. No, but, I love but it. I, but get the book. <laughs> no, I love it. You know, now that you've mentioned this, right, I'm now thinking for someone who has never been to New York that is listening outside because we have international listeners as well and people who are like across the globe just listening in. I'm feeling like if they grab this book, would you feel like they may have like a glimpse of how New York used to be and how it is right now? Thousand percent. 
thousand percent. And the book is available on in different.、Um, it's available in. You know, Japan. It's available in the EU. It's available in Australia. It's available in Canada. It's available in you know UK. So the book is available through Amazon in all those regions.、Uh, Poland, I think, was on there.、Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, a bunch of countries.、Um, yeah. So yeah,、wow. abs- a thousand percent. A thousand. And, that, and that's the other thing because I had an early reader read it, and he got back to me. He's like, he's about thirty years old. He's kind of in the industry, doing like vintage clothing and、mm-hmm. this and that. And when he was, I gave him a copy to read early before it published, and he's like, every single person who wants to be in fashion in the Midwest. Sitting like these poor, you know, these kids that are there, like wanting to get out of their tiny little towns, and、mm-hmm. they have to read this book. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, like it just, I yes, I it, it is my it's it's my hope and my dream that、um, that people will be impacted and learn a lot from reading the book. I hope so too, and I feel like you bringing this vi- this vibe, this passion, this fire. A lot of people will now want to listen and read the book. It's like a trailer because I feel like this is like a trailer. Behind the book, because with books you have to read, so you don't really get a trailer. But when you hear someone talk about it and you go into it, you're like, I want to know all the stories that Angela went through. I want to know all the why did she even have a Rolodex in the first place? You know why was <laughs> <laughs> you know all those little things that bring curiosity is definitely a good way to spark inspiration. So you are giving us a huge amount of information, and I really appreciate you for taking the time. Now, I wanted to ask you this question because I know we said this earlier. But I wanted to know how long did it take you to get this book completed from start to finish? Yeah, I started. Thank you. That's a, a you know people. Always, whenever I hear interviews, they're like, "Thank you." That's a great question. Everybody, everybody <laughs> always says that. <laughs> I think it's like a, like a podcast thing. Thank you. So that's a great question. No, it's June 2022 was when I started writing it, and I wrote. I will tell. Okay, from June 2022, and I and it was done. It, the book was done in.、Uh, it was done. It went into editing in December. Okay, so June to December went into editing, and I was in editing for a couple of months. So、okay. it was probably not done editing till like, because I was rewriting also till like March,、mm-hmm. and then from March and now the book is now it's out now.、Mm-hmm. So it's it took 14 months to birth this book. That's what I say. It took、wow. 14 months to birth the baby. But what I will say, it would have been less. Time, but I wrote the book. I really, my, I really started out as the book started out as a how-to.、Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to be like a, bi, you know, fashion biography memoir. And I started writing it as a how-to book. But when I started the book, I started telling my story, and then from the beginning of my story, I kind of went into this like teaching mode. And I had an early reader, someone that I really like and trust, read it, and he said. I was really engaged when you were telling your story, and then all of a sudden, it was like Angela, the professor, appeared, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want to know how to do it." He's like, "I want to know how you did it." I actually, acknowledge him in the book, Antonio White. He's like, "I want to know how you did it." So I literally took, I took the criticism, and I took two thirds of the book, and I set it aside, and、wow. I, and then I rewrote two thirds of the book. So that's why it took me a little bit. It even took me longer because of that. Is of that fact, but what I did set aside,、um, I'm strongly considering a follow-up to Hot Pursuit. That will be Hot Brands. So the that would be the how-to book. But、okay. this book is the how I did it book. But I'll be honest with you, I, you know, 
What I love about Hope Pursuit, not just because I wrote it, but what I love about it is that I talk about the things we do today, Favor, we've always, everything is different and everything is the same. Yeah. There's always been marketing. There's always been people of influence out there. There's, oh, you know, and I, I even say it in the book, I'm like, you know, didn't Jesus have his followers? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. there's always been ambassadors. There's always been, you know, and, and it, and there's always been storytelling for that yeah. matter. You know what I'm saying? So I think that what what I love, and um, I did, somebody read the book um, who is, uh, she's uh, she runs a big fashion conference and uh, Jordana, and she actually, she, she actually did a blurb for the book. What she loved about the book was that she said the past informs the present and the future. And that's, and she felt that that was so rich for people to kind of see how it, what, where we came from, where we are, where we're going, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's important to have, you know, those three perspectives. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I feel like when you take that initiative to start something and finish it and look at it in your hand and you're like, this was in my head 14 months ago and now it's in different houses, different homes, different closets, different, you know, highlighters you know everyone's just going crazy with it you know i really appreciate that you are able to really bring this to life and show people that it is possible because some people start these things and they never finish they never complete it they get discouraged they get you know beat down and sometimes i'm sure even in your process you've also had those moments where you're like nobody's gonna read this or i just feel like i'm just tired you know but you kept going you kept going because you know that someone out there needs this information and if you don't put it out there you're gonna do them a disservice so you've you really stepped out of your comfort zone and given these people what they're looking for and i don't think there's any other book like the one you have that is on the stores especially with your face on it with your brand with your story and it's unique to you as well Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for saying that because I do. I because I do. I have. I did read some fashion memoirs um, in my journey because I, you know, I wanted. You know, it's it's important. Anything you're doing, you, you always want to be researching. That's I. Te- you know, that's how it is in fashion. Yeah. You want to have a fashion brand. You want to be researching. You don't want to come to market with something that's already out there or it's similar or it's more expensive and but not better than what's out. You know, there's right. many reasons why you need to research. And likewise with the books, I researched and I did. I did listen to. Um, I listen to books. Uh, that's how I consume books because I can do it on the go. And um, and I listened to 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 fashion biographies. And you know, it was interesting because. I got a lot from the ones I listened to, but I can say there is nothing like this book. Um, it's different, but but I but what I will say, I, what I loved about the ones I read and what I tried to bring to mind is that I love the storytelling. That's really where you, you know, somebody's not talking at you; they're talking. We're having conversation, and you're learning about somebody. And I think that was the that was the what I took from the bat biographies I read was I loved. I wanted to know more about the story and where they came from. And that's why I think I incorporated that into my book because I felt like people love story. They love to listen to story. We, we always have up since the beginning of time. Exactly, exactly. Even coming by a fireplace, listening to stories. People listen to stories and they, re- they remember those stories. Even though they don't remember the little things, they know, they know the moral of the story. So I really appreciate that you, you brought that up too. Yeah, I want to say one thing. Somebody said this on a podcast, and it was so true. They said, as children, even when we're in the womb, 
what are people they're reading stories to us like people are reading stories to their unborn children when the when the baby's born we're reading stories there's a book that's open there's pages there's a story being told so we this is really it really we're this is this is what we're we're, we're meant and built for is to to listen to stories um, from, you know, from when we're in the womb. So there you have it. Exactly. Wow. Thank you so much, Angela, for bringing this amazing book story and and experience to the We Don't Play podcast show. I know a lot of people want to grab that book right now. I know it's in the show notes, but I also want them to hear from you as well. You know, how they can connect with you, how they can work with you, how can they can learn from you or even grab the book right now. No, that's great. Thank you, Favor. I would say, well, my website is my name, AngelaTaylorGeorge.com. Hopefully that'll be in the show notes. And the book is available on Amazon. It's available on paperback and ebook. So if you're somewhere and you, well, I guess they'll, if it's if it's aren't in certain countries, I guess they're shipping it from those countries, the paperback. But, um, but it is in the countries that I mentioned. So it's pretty much, you should be able to get it anywhere on Amazon. And uh, it will be in bookstores soon. I haven't rolled out to the bookstores yet. Um, and hopefully libraries my, my goal is bookstores libraries obviously the colleges and fashion schools eventually um but for right now amazon is definitely the place to get it hope pursuit a true tale of fashion fortune and fierce ambition in new york city that's the title amazing thank you so much i love the alliteration too that was really really good and it was well thought out so guys get the book let angela know how you feel about the book this will be exciting and this book is here to stay you know so hundreds thousands of years you can still check out this book and it's i love the fact that you have images in there to give people that way back machine so this is exciting thank you so much angela for being here on the we don't play podcast show and we'll definitely bring you again to hear the success story of the book thank you favor it was such a delight being here and i'm so happy to have the opportunity to share with you and share my passion you're welcome anytime till we meet again